0: Hello and welcome to Anthology, the podcast where I tell your stories. My name is Lucy and I started this podcast as a way to give unknown authors a platform for their work. Anthology is my contribution to the world of publishing in an audio format. On this episode, we have a short story written by Bernadette Weissen titled Angel Hair and it has won the open section of the 2009 QIEU and JCU Literary Awards. The rusted rose grudgingly spat its droplets into her tired skin, striking it with the sting of splintered glass. The shower felt penential after a day shift punctuated by more than the usual number of casualties from brawls and the end of the crushing season. 7.30pm and the dense December humidity resumed its grip on her as she stepped from the communal bathroom. Stella Eckhart felt wear to her bones. The dull pulse of a wet season had quickened in town. The Americans had arrived in full force and gratifying uniform. That the North was on a war footing made their appearance even more exciting, reinforcing the gravity of circumstances and yet serving as a cause for distraction for them. The Yankee soldiers had class and charisma. They could talk with all the focused eloquence from their big city upbringings or the charm of their southerner hospitality. They had fancy treats and silk stockings, the boast of a well-oiled machine behind them and the promise of an invincible future once the Pacific had been secured again for the Allies. Local lads paled to insignificance in their midst, so much more insightful of the women and their desires than the amateurish, blokish ways of the region's cane farmers, tradies and businessmen. The seasonal cutters from the south brought some glimmer of excitement from June to December, but here was a different creature again who lifted the spirits of the female population, even as many of them prepared for their own departure south, along with children to the Brisbane line. Stella wasn't ready to depart. Catching up on sleep could wait too, until she wound down at the suburban bowling green hall with her friends, Audrey and Sylvia, and her workmate Gertie Rogers from Heatley & Sons. It was the night of the Waltz Time Wonderland, with Stewie and his troubadours. Stell, the white Milanese knights came in, the ones with the contrasting trim on the pocket and tie belt. Sylvia was her usual cheerful self. Only eleven coupons. The news fell into the chasm of her friend's distraction. Some people have all the luck, don't they? Stella lit a cigarette from Audrey's. A war's on, and here we all are, about to be in the thick of it, and wouldn't you know, a fellow gets laid off at the mill because the cancer has gone rotten on his face. The wife and kids get to see him and change his stinking bandages before he goes downhill and heads back to hospital. They come and see him to say their goodbyes, and most of the kids, five of them, are too sick with dengue fever to get out of the back of the borrowed ute to see him. So off they go down south to God knows what, and here he stays to die in his very own personal tragedy while the national talk is all about the war. Audrey glanced up the road before they crossed to the hall. You're not kidding, poor sod. I don't suppose Matron helped matters either with all her orders and efficiency. Come on, Stel, the airman will be waiting. She strode across the bitumen as if she owned it. Sylvia continued, as ebullient as ever. Girls, you've got to hear this. Our dates were the peaches we thought they'd be. A New Yorker, no less, from Manhattan, and a good-mannered boy from Ohio. Didn't we have the grandest time, Gert? Martinis and dinner and dancing. Guess what time we reached home. Come on, guess. Audrey put in dryly. Beyond your bedtime, no doubt. Don't tell me. You haven't been there yet. You wore those fancy shoes to work. Sylvia beamed. An all-nighter. We ended up down in the Strand to watch the sunrise. Wasn't it fun, Gert? She grabbed Gert's arm excitedly. And now another whole evening's entertainment glistens before us. The night unfolded with all its heady promise of waltzing and glamour, the hall done up to the nines like a bird's nest with borrowed bits and pieces of improvised decorations. Stella let go of her melancholy, allowing herself to rest her head on a Yankee's shoulder as he led her gracefully over the hop's quickened floor. She looked across to Sylvia and Gert, breathless and beautiful, on the arms of their partners. In the dizzying heat, the time for the men's departure came too soon, like Cinderella's midnight clock tolling a return to reality. We have to celebrate the Silver Cup, girls. Sylvia was delirious with a winner's delight. Why don't you take us along for the ride, Mr Yankee Men, in your big flying machines? It was no secret the Americans flew their transport planes and bombers to New Guinea from the mainland to supply the Allies and more recently bomb the Japanese base in Ley and supply its vessels. They took off from Townsville with increasing frequency. Those red shoes of yours would brighten up the trip, there's no denying that fact, ma'am. But just two this time around. Our two receipts are limited, one of the men, a flight navigator, wires cracked. Let me be your first passenger. I want to do something crazy and spectacular. Sylvia was all enthusiasm, outdone only by Gertie, smitten with one of the airmen. See you, Audrey and Stella. Don't wait up. We'll catch up Sunday or some sunny day and laughing they parted in the promise of adventure. Stella remembered them like that, sparkling and spontaneous, reviving her own worn soul. She had moved down to Brisbane, and two years on, heard from Audrey, the wreck of a B-24 Liberator had been discovered up on the Hinchinbrook Island of Mount Strylock. In the midst of the plane's wreckage, the long strands of female hair and a half-burnt red stiletto. I hope you enjoyed this short story from Bernadette. And as I mentioned in the beginning, if you'd like to be a part of Anthology in our next installment, you can email me with the subject line Anthology Podcast to lucy.marit at gmail.com. That's L-U-C-Y dot t -T at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at lucy underscore Marit author. Thank you and we'll see you next time.